Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Analytic Assist with me, Dr. Shauna G, where you hear me interview an expert or experts on their work that is somehow related to energy, and probably a few things outside of that, because this is about the science, but it's also about making the science relatable. All right. So... Liz had the fabulous idea of going into this second section, like, let's, let's talk about some myths, right? Let's address this and use this time to talk about, you know, things that you've heard from clients, where you're looking at them and thinking, you know, that internal thought process you were referring to, where you're looking at someone, words are coming out of your mouth, but all you can think is, have you read it all, you know? And and maybe they have, maybe they haven't. And in the instances where they have, maybe they're just reading the wrong things. They're, they're going to the wrong places. They're reading the wrong sources, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's backtrack a little bit. So the first myth or myths, um, let's hit the ones related to energy fuel consumption. And in concepts like... Um, how do you decide what calories you need to consume and what the sources should be and hitting on really like really getting into why diets will never be and you keep stressing this and it's a really important concept why diets will never be a one size fits all and it should be individualized so do you want to talk about that and then talk about, you know, some myths that you come up against frequently in your, in your job. Oh, totally. So how I decide what a client's caloric intake should be, but what also their um, energy deficit should be pertains to two, two incredibly important variables. One is um, arresting metabolic rate. So an RMR. So what does that mean? It's, in a nutshell, it's the number of calories a body burns at rest, which right. is the baseline. That is the baseline. Now, there's two, two you know, schools of thought of how to obtain this number. One is way more scientific, and that's the one that I'll lead with. Um, you know, DEXA scan, or if you're lucky enough uh, to have access to um, the pods, you know, that differentiate between water tissue, muscle, you know, um, so on and so forth to get your, you know, your, your RMRs. Um, any type of apparatus that you can you can use um, that's going to give you more of a, a scientific outline of of what this what this number is thumbs up to you okay if you're doing this via the interwebs <laughs> there's a plethora of of sites that you can go to and type in your numbers blah 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 and it'll give you sort of a i'd say a 75 percent accuracy rate either way what this number reads um, as it pertains to nutrition and energy consumption and fuel is in order to maintain a quality of life, I'll say, through brain activity, functionality, so on and so forth, that is the minimum amount of calories you should consume. 
So if I have a client who's, you know, RMR or BMR, those are interchangeable, is 1300 calories. What I automatically tell them is, oh my God, that's so great. Here's what it means. All of the things that you have been doing before knowing this information, you need to forget. So I need you to put down my fitness pal, which tells you to only consume 1100 calories because that's BS. Because this number is so important. This number means you may not go below 1300 calories. Why? Because your body requires Mm -hmm. this amount of energy to function throughout the day. Right. The baseline is this. Now, we factor in if, say, say client, you know, X, you know, with his 1300 calorie BMR, you know, wants to put on mass. We got a female that wants to put on mass, which is not an anomaly. A lot of women want to do it. They want to get stronger. They need to consume X amount of calories based on the number of workouts they're going to achieve and the style of workout that they want. Okay. So typically I would, you know, and this is based on multiple factors, age, predisposition to any type of you know, um, disease, autoimmune disease, um, trauma that's happened to the body, such as wrecks, surgeries, whatever, you know, understanding, you know, if they have high blood pressure. So, so basically what I'm saying is before I can even design something, I need data. I need Mm -hmm. scientific data to go off of. Why? Because science doesn't lie. Science doesn't lie. And it's so much easier to develop a formula for someone based on a number of variables. Mm -hmm. So, and this is actually a client that I'm talking about. So when I'm, when I've gotten all of her, all of her information, then I can sit down and create uh, a macro structure. So macros, macronutrients, meaning fats, proteins, and carbohydrates, all fuel and recovery that's needed in order for said client to achieve certain goals. Mm -hmm. And what ends up happening is based on her height, age, weight, you know, um, you know, RMR, all these other, you know, scientific, you know, data, I'm able to construct something for her body type specifically, which happened to be 2,100 calories to which she almost fainted. Um, (laughs) Because if, she thought it was so high or. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. Because, and this is going back to, to, you know, it, I say all this to preface that what she had been doing in the past was a yo-yo diet and her throughout college. And when someone, you know, is continuously stripping the lining of their intestines mm. and putting stress on their gut and stomach in order to achieve such a drastic change. Yeah. It takes that's trauma to the body. That's increased levels of cortisol because the, the body has gone through a yo-yo pattern of low, high, low, high, or low for a duration of three months to drop X amount of weight. And then as we reintroduce foods, you know, um, it, the body gets so confused is what I, you know, what I'm trying to say. So, right, right. so in either direction, it becomes a stress response because it doesn't know, it doesn't know what the hell is going to happen next. Right. 
Exactly. Well, and and also when someone chooses to to do a different type of genre of training, like you know bodybuilding mesocycles, you know, yes, the metabolism is going to change, you know, because of the style of of workout. Not only that, but your CNS is as equally under under distress too. Your central nervous system. Uh, I mean, it's just all of these receptors are are receiving various amounts of information simultaneously. But the, the idea behind this is you have to increase the fuel based on the output of energy. Yep. It has to happen. Again, energy and, isn't created out of thin air, right? It just no, changes it form. Not, not at all. Not at all. And so I, I always encourage people to, you know, and this was the, is the trust factor. It's like, well, and the definition of insanity comes into play. It's like, if you continue to do the same thing over and over and over again, expecting the same results, you were a fool. Mm-hmm. And when people grasp that concept and understand that change is eminent through various amounts of, of other change, then, then magic happens. It really does. Um, you know, so needless to say, it's, it's been really, really, really cool when, when people and clients that I've had grasp this concept very early on and run with it. And, and then they come back and they say, Oh my God, I'm eating 21, 25, 4,000 calories. And A, I'm not hungry. B, I don't have cravings. And C, I am losing fat and gaining muscle, which I like to call unicorn status, um, <laughs> um, which, which has happened, not to be confused with any other unicorn status that might be in other th- Anyway, that's, for, that's a, different, a different topic. That's a different podcast. Different podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it. This notion of, I mean, I constantly have to debunk these myths as it pertains to nutrition. It's and it's interesting that I don't have to debunk myths as it pertains to the style of exercise. Mm. Um, people are more apt to to doing, um, a, you know, an exercise versus altering their their nutrition because they're so people think that, well, if I eat more then I'm automatically going to gain weight. And it's like, well, if you ate 2,500 calories of Twinkies, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you probably would gain weight because it's mm-hmm. all refined sugar and flour. Like let's, you know, let's, let's, let's keep it, keep it organic and simple and holistic. Yeah. But for eating 2,500 calories of, you know, fruits and vegetables and low glycemic carbs and, you know, a combination of different proteins, you know, plant-based and animal-based, then, then sure, your body is going to suck up that fuel and burn it and expend it and you will see results. But if you're eating garbage, then yeah, you're, 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 essentially messing up the gut microbes in your intestines. And then we got to start all over again. So yeah. Because, okay. So gut microbes or your gut microbiome, 
So when you eat, for listeners that haven't heard that before, and Liz is doing a fabulous job of describing why that is so important. So you have a gut microbiome. Um, each of us, it, it varies. It's very, the flora or the, the bacteria that are taking up residence in all of our different GI tracts, we all have this, is very individualized. And sure, there's some common um, populations, I guess you could call it, of bacteria, you know, when you look at person to person, but the proportions of those sep of those <laughs> specific populations vary greatly from individual to individual, which lends to, Liz, what you're saying about how, of course, you know, one plan needs to be individualized because no person is going to be the same on any level. No, Physiologically, gut microbiome, none of it, right? So that's an important concept. And the other thing I want to highlight is you're talking about, yes, you're looking at caloric intake as far as the number, but it also, the quality, the quality, what, what is the nature of those calories because you can be you can be in a deficit nutritionally speaking but consuming a ton of calories right totally oh my gosh yes yes and i think that's what is mind blowing for a lot of people it's not it's not a caloric deficit yeah it is an energy deficit if my body is spending too much time micro bacterially micro you know mm -hmm. if it's spending too much energy to break down garbage mm -hmm. then i'm not a i'm not absorbing the fuel the essential fuel and the and behind that energy to be able to 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 do the things that i need to do and achieve the goals that i need to to achieve um yeah i mean in order in order to to drop fat, you have, there is a caloric deficit, but there's also an energy deficit. <laughs> um, and a caloric deficit is not going below that, that BMR, that RMR. That, and I think that's what is one of the biggest myths out there is, oh my God, you've got to eat 900 calories. And when I, when I truly hear people say that, I, I, if my jaw could unhinge to the floor, I think that's, I think I would look like a cartoon. I mean, I really would. It's like, Oh my God, Tom and Jerry you, just popped in my head yes, where, where how, the jaw drops and the, and the tongue rolls out. You know what I'm talking about? It's like, how do you, how does your brain function? How, how, how are you? I mean, I really just want to like, uh, it's like, wow, where did you learn this? Mm -hmm. That you thought this was okay to go below the basal or your resting metabolic rate. What, like, what, and then, but I do, I mean, I, I always want to treat people with, with, with kindness and respect. And so I do, I'm like, I'm like, I said, and I always encourage people to, well, tell me your thought process behind this. Like, what, what's, what are you thinking? How, how do you think that 900 calories a day is going to help you achieve said goal? And then we start talking and then I explain, you know, going back to, because I always have their a client's information, right? I'm never, this is never, I'm never, you know, you know, magically coming up with numbers like, oh yeah, I think that you are, you know, 2100 RMR. No, hell no. I, that would make me such a fool. And really, 
you know, incompetent to be, to say the least. So there, we always go back to the infrastructure at hand, the analytics, the data that is presented before I can even calculate, you know, what they'll be doing. But when we reference the science, and it really starts to sink in. That's when the light bulb sort of goes off. It's like, oh, Eureka. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, rem I remember you saying that at one point. Mm -hmm. I could not go below this. And, yeah. and it's not necessarily like a scolding, but it's like, God, you know, like you're so fixated on a number right now. Right. And it's the wrong number. The number on the scale doesn't matter right now. If the numbers that the body requires aren't being met, change cannot occur. It cannot occur. Mm -hmm. and, the, and the metabolism decreases, energy decreases, serotonin decreases, melatonin decreases. So it is, in essence, this snowball and catastrophic effect that happens and people wonder why oh my god i can't get out of bed well no shit because you're not fucking eating mm -hmm. eat eat to live live to eat but eat the right things so okay so you touched on clients and how they say just sometimes the darndest things oh, and god. you're sort of standing there scratching your head okay so give if you don't mind could you give some examples of what you hear from some clients, particularly pertaining to diets that we've all heard, you know, keto? Um, oh yeah. Let's talk about keto. I have okay. Let's such do a it. hate, hate, hate relationship with this concept. Okay. Well, what I think, I think <laughs> it, it goes back to the education behind the science. Like what, like what is ketosis? So ketosis is the body's response to um to burning a fuel source when there's a lack of a, of a different source so what does that mean liz well it, it means that your body is burning fat in absence of glucose mm -hmm. that's what that means <laughs> but where the fad has come into play is it's it has allowed people the extreme capability of ingesting an enormous and unhealthy balance of fats. And fats come in two sources, animal. So we think about our cheeses, we think about our meats, and then we have plant-based fats. So our nuts, avocados, oils. And what it's done is it has created this idea that all fat is okay. Let me just consume all the fat in the world. And what we have, what we have distorted is this notion that all fats are created equal and mm -hmm. they're not. Mm -hmm. You've got trans fats, you've got saturated fats, and then you've got poly. And the increase in saturated fats is the worst because that's what is clogging, clogging our, our arteries mm -hmm. over time, right? Yep. And the idea that we can consume seven, that 75% of our diet should be allotted to fats is just mind boggling. It, and, and the notion that we have to only consume fats in order to 
get to this idea of ketosis is completely false. Um, you can continue to eat carbs and still be in a state of ketosis. That's what bodybuilders do in order to get in, you know, to get ready for a show. And what I will say is the, the longer the body is in ketosis, the, the, the harm and detriment is increased. So what, what we don't talk about is, you know, the science behind A, ketosis, but also B, all of these symptoms that someone may have, hypertension, thyroidism, diabetes, um, you know, A1C, you know, levels are, are, are increased. So glucose is affected. Um, and, and then the aftermath, we don't talk about the aftermath, like kidney stones, yeah. gallstones, because the body is the, the absence of carbohydrates and the influx of fat as a driving force for fuel is, you know, we don't talk about how, how harmful that is long-term. So no one puts an end stop to ketosis and ketosis should really only be done for about two to three weeks. Thank you for listening to the analytic assist. Additional information can be found in the podcast description below. Please leave your rating and reviews below and share with your friends. If you have any topics in mind related to energy, science, innovation, and your own interest, please let me know at drshawnag at gmail.com or message me on Instagram at the analytic assist. Until our next investigation, goodbye for now.